You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium and Gale. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Delatory. Top of the top, same corner, same time. We back at it, man. Happy New Year, brethren. Happy, Happy New Year, Year boys. Um, holidays behind us, New Year. Did you guys have a good New Year's? New Year, yeah. new me, man. Yeah, I had a great New Year's. What did you, you end up doing, Nick? Anything special? Uh, no, nothing special. Went uh, to, what's it called? Depot Park. Sorted downtown. Watched fireworks. Uh, wife brought the dog, two-year-old dog, who immediately dipped as soon as the fireworks started. Yeah, well, him. Was it Boomer or Norman? No, Boomer would have been caught. <laughs> Built for comfort, not speed. It was Norman. Norman took off. Man. So you, had the whole, you had all of Depot Park looking, trying to chase him down. No, just uh, just me and the wife. Oh man, any casualties? You run anybody over like Boomer? No, maybe, maybe. He, maybe. He's a tar- He's a targeting machine, a liability on defense. <laughs> mm. Doesn't oh, play full man. games, eh? No. So good. What'd you end up buddy? doing, Dan? Oh, oh, man. I didn't do anything. Go go ahead, Dan. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't do anything special New Year's. Uh, I like to keep it low-key, man. Not a, a gore outer for New Year's. So just chill. You know, a lot of family vibes kicked around the house. What about yourself? So I went to a concert on well, a show on the 29th. So that kind of, you know, inhibited my ability to do some things the next few days. But uh, we had a friend of ours in town from London. So we just walked, uh, I'm here in like water street in Tampa. So they just, they do fireworks at like three different places, uh, down here on the river walk. So just walked over there, um, caught some fireworks and then, then back home, um, no driving, didn't have to spend any ridiculous amount of money to go to a restaurant or a bar or anything. Uh, but it was, it was great. Um, and then it was just nice to have, uh, the next day off, uh, to just enjoy, uh, enjoy the day, enjoy the weather, uh, and then back at it. So um, it's been a uh, it's been a long, but well, week and a half since we last chatted. So uh, I feel like we're getting back into our routine a little bit here. Um, so we appreciate everybody for watching uh, on YouTube, watching on X, uh, and obviously listening on Apple Podcasts. If you could throw a like um, and share with your friends, family whomever co-workers uh, on this Monday morning. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, and then if you are an Apple podcast, Spotify, please make sure you do uh, the rate and review thing. That would be awesome. So um, in the last week and a half, the Gators have grabbed a number of transfers. So let's talk uh, a little bit about them. So we've already talked about Traquez Bridges, the safety from Oregon. We've already talked about the offensive tackle from San Diego State, Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon. And then we've also talked about uh, Shamir Dyke, our DK, from uh, Wisconsin, the wide receiver 
there. And then we've talked about the defensive lineman from the University of Pennsylvania Ivy League player of the year, Joey Slackman. So the Gators are now up to eight total. Uh, and I think the first things first is uh, Silk, we've talked about it on this show. Uh, we've wanted some tampering going on, not alleging that it happened, uh, but the Gators did grab a commitment without a visit uh, from Grayson Howard, Pup Howard, uh, who the Gators, I believe, finished second in his recruiting uh, last year. Uh, played as a true freshman, played in 11 games, 19 tackles, a tackle for loss, and a forced fumble. The Gators grab a linebacker. So what are your guys' thoughts on Pup Howard joining the squad? Uh, much need to get. We we missed him first, in the well, uh, real quick. First off, tampering is alleged always. I always said it. Yeah, we're not saying that happened. Yeah, one hundred percent. No proof. No evidence. No, and on the visit, he had been involved around games, but he was there a lot. Uh, South Carolina ended up win, winning that battle in the high school process, but I mean, it doesn't mean anything these days. You have to re-recruit these guys uh, every winter to keep them. Uh, but Pup throw his name in the portal like at the fourth quarter buzzer, like it was a buzzer beater, uh, yep. damn near. Um, I was asleep, woke up and saw it the next morning. And me and Nick talked about it behind the scenes a little bit, you know, of linebacker uh, porter action. I said, yeah, they got to they got to close on some tampering uh, for this to happen, allegedly, of course. Um, but a much needed get um, outside of Shamar James, not a whole lot of promise and production coming back in that room. Uh, I do love the freshman that we got with Aaron Childs and and uh, Miles Graham. Miles Graham, uh, two two high school schoolers that did very well at the All Star games this past week as well. Mm. Uh, but Pup comes in with the size and and the build of a true linebacker, no tweener action. Uh, played it in high school, uh, fits the position well. Uh, the, the reps he did get at South Carolina were good reps. So you know, a, a guy that's from Florida that we should have kept from the go. But here we go. Here we are, man. Good linebacker get. Uh, from from Andrew Jackson High School in Jacksonville, Florida, he was the number 186th overall player, number 20 linebacker uh, in last year's recruiting class. But like you said, Silk, six foot four, two hundred and forty one pounds. Nick, any thoughts on Pup Howard? Uh, I, I think he's going to be in the mix to start next to Shamar. I think that spot's still open. Uh, I like. Like Miles Graham, I think he can get on the field uh, early. And then I was surprised at how big Childs is, I think. Yeah, I like both Childs and Graham to play uh, as freshmen, get plenty of reps to be in that linebacker rotation. Uh, Miles ups his uh, calls by being an early enrollee. But from what I've seen, just reaction uh, instincts and also just size, from a size standpoint, those guys are going to be ready to play day one. And they get sideline to sideline quick and fast, man. But you upgrade the spot. You know, Scooby Williams mm -hmm. didn't have the best of a, a, a year. Linebacker, he enters, enters the portal, ends up at Texas A&M, which is hilarious. They about to in, inherit our entire defense. Um, we'll see how all that plays out. But I think you upgrade at that spot and you have a little depth. I don't think you have to go crazy in the portal at linebacker anymore. I think we're okay right now. Um, wouldn't be mad if they get one more guy, but I think we're fine right now. Absolutely. Um, Gators also grab George Gums, 
from uh, Northern Illinois University, six foot four, two hundred and forty-two pounds. Uh, was committed to Cincinnati uh, before his visit. Then he makes the announcement uh, when he comes onto campus. Uh, 34 tackles, six and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles uh, in 2023. That was his first year playing defensive end. He was previously a tight end uh, before that. Um, I know the Gators obviously in need of some edge rushers. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on George Gums joining the uh, the fold? I think F. probably a depth or yeah, depth. depth. Yeah, either one. Could be both. Um, I think he'll have a tough time getting past what Florida has at the edge already. Um, but, yeah, intriguing player. Started as a tight end. Maybe uh, you'll see some trickery. Slide him out there. Probably not. No, I don't. I, don't I think, think the so. Gators are pretty good at tight end. I heard they may be going out the one in the portal. They may be going out the tight end in the portal. We'll see how it all. We got another portal window as well. But uh, Twitch guy, you know, explosive. You know, you see the athleticism there. But I think we need to go get a guy like Cassius Howell, another guy that visited this past week. Um, that's highly regarded. I think he's from Bowling Green, correct? Am I getting the school right? But I'm I'm not high or low on this take. I'm just wait and see on 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 this take with uh, Grums. Is how you pronounce his name? Gum gums gum gums. I'm I'm yeah. okay with gums right now. You know, uh, don't don't expect a whole lot out of it, but we'll see how it all plays out spring and what he looks like in the SEC uh, situation. Different level of football, but I do like the athleticism, and and he's new to being a pass rusher. So the stats are limited. The film is limited. Yep, has a couple years left to play. Uh, Gators, I think we're just a, a little lean in the edge department. Uh, then obviously didn't 100% work out on signing day uh, with all the guys that they were going after. So you add a depth piece. Uh, and if you saw anything about the Miami Dolphins last night, um, they are down to two total defensive edge rushers going into the playoffs. So mm. um Things aren't looking hot as they used to be in Miami, but they're still in the playoffs. I'm praying uh, on your Gators, downfall. I am oh, praying I on you your are. downfall. I know. Brother. We prayed hard for yours. And just like the Gators season collapsed, the Jacksonville Jaguars season collapse must be an ETN thing, you know? Just a hater. I can't get past ETN, man. That, that, that is the curse. It was Gator fans saying that until until the ETN do right by Florida, the Jags was going to crumble and what a nasty run down the stretch, man. But anywho, I'll I'll start back line draft weekend. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> they were eight and three. They were. Yeah, man. Yeah, what a collapse. Love to see it. Uh, DJ Douglas, cornerback from Tulane, uh, also announced uh, that he would be joining uh, the team here. Uh, 54 tackles, three interceptions, two pass breakups last season uh, with Tulane. Uh, previously was a walk-on at Alabama. Uh, I know a couple people are asking why would a G5 player go the preferred walk-on route? Um, we've mentioned on this exact program a number of players that are going that route uh, at the University of Florida. Um, opportunity to bet on yourself, kind of see what that looks like, see if there's an opportunity. But um, ultimately transfers to Tulane uh, that has played the last three years uh, at Tulane. So he's one year left to go four career interceptions with three of them this past season uh, on three transfer portal ranking him has him as the number 50 uh cornerback i believe 
I prefer production in the transfer portal than mm -hmm. than a whole lot of upside. And sometimes you're gonna have to like take a little risk on a guy that just has a good practice film or just sitting behind some studs, maybe at a different program. But I prefer production. Um, he has some production. He showed on film that he could come down. One of our struggles the last shit four or five years has been you no know, tackling on the second level, third level. So he he comes down. He runs the alley very well. Physical guy. Um, reading some reports out there didn't get beat deep a lot so he just he has some traits and some film and some production that that you like but still I, I like the young boys i would like them to, to see them beat out a guy like this the castells and the thorns that we have on our roster they just provide some competition for them but i would love to see the young boys win out of this spot but just good depth <laughs> um i like i, think I, got I like I think you did. Um, I like him a lot. I think he could start at safety next to uh, Jordan Castell or could be a nickel guy. I think Florida's looking for starters at both of those spots. Uh, you bring in Traquez, 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 bring in Bridges and bring in Douglas. I think those That's are two safe. guys who will compete to, to, to start. Um, I I'm still with you though. So like, I want to see Thornton or, uh, Sharif or somebody, one of those young guys step up. I think that was probably part of Kimber leaving was, hey, we're going to give these young guys reps in the spring. Mm. Yeah. No, you, so it's, right. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just talking about like you think if both of these guys are stars, and I still think they're looking at some safety star type of guys, um, which, which explains Jaden Hill leaving because clearly uh, he mm. enters the portal. I don't think we've talked about that in, in his exit no. and the seasons have been going as Jaden Hill's been going for like the That's last like three years. True. So he he's out, he's in AM and their season is about to go as Jaden Hill goes. So blessings to them boys. But mm -hmm. clearly and, uh, there has been go ahead. What do you say, Nick? No, no, I was just gonna say, and they'll all of them will be back in the swamp next year. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be an interesting game uh, from a lot of standpoints, but Clearly, there's been a lot of attention before he even hit the portal. I don't know what the communication was about, with, you know, in the locker room or in the, the exit means for last season, but there has been a, 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 a obvious effort to get stars into the spot. You got TriQuest, this kid uh, as well, is a guy that can play star or safety. Um, what do you guys think about the star position right now in that room? Because I, I like Denson in the, right. the season as well. Like Denson, I think, showed a lot of upside. Yeah, I think I think Denson's probably my odds on favorite to get that role right now. Obviously, I don't know enough about DJ Douglas and where he fits in and, and where that role might be. Uh, you know, the Gators are bringing back Jakeem Jackson, who obviously had uh, a lot of snaps last year. They still have Dijon Johnson. Um, and then um, Marshall announced that he was uh, coming back uh, as well. So the Gators do have, you know, some some good pieces there. Now it's just a matter of, figuring out where those potential holes are. You lose Jalen Kimber, which I don't think that most Gator fans were, were too upset about. Uh, but now you have the opportunity and is, is DJ Douglas, the type of guy that comes in. Certainly he had some, some good productivity and there was a writer that covered Tulane that said that he was a, a sure tackler, which is something that the Gators desperately need there. Uh, but I am curious to see through the rest of this transfer portal time, because there's just a limitation on when you could enter or when you could submit your paperwork. That's what the cutoff time was. So I still think there's going to be some visits, and then certainly there's going to be uh, some visits going in uh, during the spring portal time. So I don't feel 100% confident in the Gators 
depth right now. Uh, but certainly those are um, areas of that, that I feel okay about. I would like to see one more proven player at the cornerback position. Yeah, I like an outside guy. We'll see how the, all that plays out. But I do like that they're adding competition for the young boys yep. who are clearly the future. Um, and, you know, the, the cream going to rise to the top. You just can't have a few guys in there. So just add some experience to push those guys. Somebody in the comments asked about R.J. Moten. I just – that just not panning out. You know, he hasn't – he lost his job uh, heading uh, Michigan towards the end of his career there, transferred here, and it's just not – has panned out in practice or even on tape when he got on the field for us, um, got passed by some young, younger guys on the roster. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think our, our takes need to be a little bit better this year as far as transfer portal providing competition and not, we, we missed on a few guys last year. So you need some better accuracy, but then light molding from a lot of standpoints, tackling coverage just didn't fit the sec mode. Couldn't get it done. I think, Man, uh, I think Aaron Gates is the guy, the, the young oh, yeah. guy that'll yeah, slide back in healthy. I forgot about him. Loved him. He was he was injured a, a, a last year. I don't know, like they it was getting practice towards the end of the season, but he was injured a little bit last starting camp in the beginning of the season. Correct? Yeah, uh, I think injured. he was injured in high school too, right? Yes. Yeah, we got so to healthy they, at DB man, Devin Moore, Aaron Gates. The injury bug. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to, about, to mention Devin Moore. I think Devin Moore is is obviously going to get a ton of playing time next year uh, as well. So um, adding healthy. adding him, who I forgot, writing, he does need to stay healthy. I'm pretty confident about your top three. After that, it's just a matter of, you know, hopefully Dijon Johnson could start to get some meaningful playing time. Uh, and he is what we thought he would be after a redshirt year. Yeah, that's a body type that Will Harris is going out there too. Like these are bigger, physical, more physical uh, DBs than your RJ Motens or your Jaden Hills, which are like smaller, slenderer guys than than the guys we're bringing in right now in the portal. So, yeah, uh, a guy that has been feverishly attacking the portal uh, and the recruiting streets is gotta Will close, Harris. Though, baby. We got to close. close. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about a couple people that visited that we did not close on here in a second, but let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Lucy. Go visit lucy.co forward slash stadium and get 15% off and always free shipping on nicotine pouches. So if you are looking to up the game of the nicotine pouch uh, game for yourself, Look no further than Lucy. Look at their breakers. Uh, their breaker pouches have a flavor ball, we'll call them, inside that allow you to get the nicotine rush that you want as well as the flavor rush that you want right away. Grab a breaker, break the capsule, and enjoy a Lucy nicotine pouch. Uh, great flavors. Um, they have four milligram and eight milligram uh, if you're looking for 100% pure uh, nicotine, four milligram, eight milligram, um, apple ice, espresso, mint, mango, a bunch of different stuff that you can do to satisfy your flavor profile of your nicotine pouch. So break up with your gas station pouches and go to lucy.co forward slash stadium and get 20% off of your order. Sorry, I said 15 earlier. 20% off of your order and free shipping if you don't like 30-day refund policy as well. Here is the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age-verified. 
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, so we've got one more transfer that we want to talk about, and that is six foot nine, 310 pound offensive tackle Devin Manuel from Arkansas. Started four games, appeared in nine, uh, has 417 offensive snaps last season. Uh, got a 63.5 pass rocking, pass blocking. I can read uh, in his 65.6 run blocking grade from PFF, which is average to above average on their scale. On the on third transfer reporting rankings, was rated as the number 16 overall offensive tackle. Um, guys, what are your thoughts on Devin Manuel? Nick, we'll start with you. Um, I, I was high on him just on, uh, because of the size and that he has a, a SEC experience. And then I saw those PFF grades. He was graded lower than Damian George. So, holy cow, really? <laughs> that's, slightly. That's, that's, that's hard to do. Slightly, but yeah. Uh, so I'm tentatively off the bandwagon. Um, but it'll be interesting. What will Florida do? How are they going to move people around? Does George slide in? What does Cam Waits do? Um, I'm, I'm guessing Najee Harris is going to have to start now. Who's the other guard slaughter at center. Does Barber go back to right? Does Crenshaw Dixon go to left? I think there's a lot of questions on the line. Oh, for sure. 100%. The second, I, I don't see a lot of guard action in the portal that I like right now, but they, they, they definitely got to find a couple guards. And I think, a um, a more sure tackle. Mm. Uh, I know there's a guy from from uh, Wisconsin that entered the portal as a pretty good guard, but I think he entered with like a destination in mind, which a lot of the good ones do. But we we definitely got to strip that offensive line a little bit more. Um, how do you feel about the the exit at the at the position with my man? Um, I'm forgetting his name right now off the top of my head. Richie Leonard. Richie, Richie Leonard. Like, how do you feel about yeah, that exit? I was surprised about that. He finally got his chance to start. I think he played well. Um, was not anticipating him leaving at all. I thought mm. he, he was going to be your starter at right guard. So I, I don't know what happened there. Interesting. Uh, Silk, uh, just so people know, I think you're talking about Nolan Rucci, uh, who was from Wisconsin, former five-star. Uh, he transferred to Phil Trotwine and the Penn State Nittany Lions. Can we get both? I, I guess theoretically, <laughs> um, NFL season is done. Uh, we've talked about on this program that there could be some changes post NFL hirings and firings. And I think we've already seen Arthur Smith get fired. Um, I think Bill Belichick is leaving the Patriots. Um, so the Giants cleaned house of their offensive line coach, great former offensive line coach of the New York Giants could go back. Um, so who knows? But we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, but I was very surprised about Richie Leonard leaving as well. Is he? Do we? Yeah, yeah. There are some talks about maybe UF not paying enough in the NIL space, according to Sammy Bammy eight one three. So again, Sammy these Bammy, these uh, and Washington fired Ron Rivera. So. Um, We'll we'll see we'll we'll see um, what um, Richie Leonard decides to do. Was it an NIL thing? I think at the end of the day, um, you know, there's only so much money the team 
can allocate or has money to allocate. It only takes, just like switching jobs, it only takes one company or one team to up those dollar amounts. And maybe there's other things that go into what that search looks like uh, for an individual in the transfer portal. Uh, but certainly the loss of Richie Leonard was not something that was on my bingo card. Uh, if I'm Richie Leonard, if I'm Richie Leonard, I get it, right? Because because a lot of these kids aren't going to go have, like, Richie Leonard's a little on the size for a guard that may be going to the NFL. He's about six one. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. he's a, a little undersized. So you got to maximize your earning potential. Um, and I don't know how much NFL money he's going to make long term. So if NIL was one of the reasons he entered the portal, even though he's having a starting job at the University of Florida, which is a, a good platform to play at, you know, like a good spot, like his, NF, his, his shot as an NFL prospect isn't as huge. So just maximizing money is just key in every year of your life, you know, not just, you know, anytime. You just got to maximize your, your earning potential. Absolutely. Inside right now, you have Riley Simmons, Jake Slaughter, Najee Harris, Rod Tierney, Bryce Lovett, Marcus Mascall, Christian Williams, and the best offensive tackle in the country, Noel Portajan. So, young, I think you need to, but like you said, so we're not shopping at Neiman Marcus for, for offensive linemen in the portal, but I think you need some veterans there. Because uh, you lost two veterans, two starters, right? And also, you got to like on on our side, like we got to pay to keep starters. Mm. Like that's that's necessary. Like you got a guy, Richie Leonard. You don't have any replacements for him, like in mind. Like you got to find some type of negotiating and some type of middle ground to keep guys in in the fold, man. Um, we're not losing them because of locker room culture or anything like that. I think Richie liked being at University of Florida. This is mm -hmm. we got to pay the cost to be the boss, bro. Yeah, um, Nick, can you run through that that list again? I know Noah Portajan obviously comes from Germany, best player in in Germany, uh, second best player in the entire continent of Europe. So, um, but can't expect right. him to necessarily come in and, and play a lot. Obviously, offensive line is a position that you you would like unless you have a, a, a true freak out there uh, probably at least two years before they freak get cool. some, some, some meaningful playing time. Um, but Nick run through that, that list again. Uh, Cause there wasn't a lot of snaps on that collective list of people that you mentioned. Right. So this is who I have as interior guys, Riley Simmons been here a while, but not a lot of snaps. Jake Slaughter. He'll start yep. at center. Najee Harris should start at guard. Rod Kearney. Played guard in high school. They moved into the center. Maybe he can start at a guard spot. But again, redshirt freshman, Bryce Lovett, Marcus Mascall, Christian Williams, and Noel. And then potentially, I know some people are asking, maybe Damian George, who played right. a little bit of guard as well. Maybe body type fits into that guard position a little bit more. Uh, but of that group, definitely not a group that uh, one would get excited about today. No Cam sense. Waits could play guard, could play inside. Um, Crenshaw Dixon has never played inside. He's played only left and, and right tackle. Um, and we need a lot of, of questions. Who do, you, who do you have as as tackles, Nick? Uh, Barber and Crenshaw Dixon. Mm. BCD. All right. And then now Devin Manuel. So you have three people for two spots. Today. Waits, Caden Jones, Fletcher Westfall, Mike Williams. You have other guys there. Well, you have bodies, but again, 
Caden Jones, redshirt freshman, uh, Fletcher Westfall, true freshman. What was the third name? Uh, Cam Waits, Caden Jones, Mike Williams, freshman. Mike Williams, freshman, again, a guy in, you know, two years maybe. Uh, but again, in terms of depth, uh, in terms of number of snaps, uh, definitely a huge cause for concern last year for the Gators and not looking too promising for next year today, right? Obviously, you have to you right. have to suit up and play those three to five seconds of relentless pe- uh, football, but... Mm. Sounded like Dan Mullen for a minute. <laughs> that was a Mickey Mariotti and Urban Meyer phrase, I believe. Dan Mullen stole it because his team did not play three to five seconds of relentless football during that time. Uh, so those are who we have in the transfer portal so far. We'll run through a couple of other names here in a second. But just to remind everybody, Trequez Bridges, the safety from Oregon, Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon, the offensive tackle from San Diego State, DJ Douglas, the cornerback from Tulane, George Gums Edge from Northern Illinois University, Grayson Pup Howard, linebacker from South Carolina, Shamir DK, wide receiver from Wisconsin, Devin Manuel, the offensive tackle from Arkansas, and Joey Slackman from the University of Pennsylvania. Let's talk, gentlemen, a little bit about some folks from the Gators that have entered the transfer portal. We'll give you an update on them. You'll notice a theme here uh, in a row. So Andrew Savania, the former tight end, transferred to Nevada. Uh, So congratulations to him. Jaden Hill, Jalen Kimber. I'm sorry, let's just do Jaden Hill. Transfers to Texas A&M. Jalen Kitna transferred to UAB. Jalen Kimber has transferred to Louisville. Chris McClellan to Missouri. Trevor Etienne finally announced that he's going to Georgia. Jalen Farmer, the offensive lineman, is headed to Kentucky. Jadarius Perkins is headed to Toledo. And Jordan Herman is heading to Charlotte. And... I know I'm missing a couple of people here as well. But that's where we're at for right now. Scooby Williams, I think, is Texas A&M bound. Is that right? For sure. Yep. And then am I missing anybody else? I think that that's kind of it. Didn't another player transfer to Texas A&M? Did they get three? They got Jaden. They got Scoops. Didn't they? What else are maybe maybe just maybe just the two maybe just the two. Uh, still a number of players looking for homes. Uh, Ty Bowman, Adam Mihalik, Will Norman, Miguel Mitchell, and Keontae Goodwin, uh, should he decide to come back and play, are all still looking for homes themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's what like we're more, at. It feel like more when it's Texas and I don't know why. Maybe because they got two of our coaches. Uh, that's I understand, it. That, yeah, that, that probably the feel of it. But Jaden Hill, I get that take for them. I think I think Jaden Hill was mm-hmm. pretty productive, veteran guy. Um, he's still gonna have some competition even out there at Texas A&M. They're doing they they're bringing in a, a boatload of people out of the transfer portal. I do like their efforts in the portal. Um, but the schools, we'll see how that all plays out. Um, I didn't like like from a scheme, and these are our coaches, so they saw what we saw. They saw. 
the production from Scoobs as well, and they still wanted him over there. So I'm just curious to see how all that plays out as well. Um, oh, yeah, they also got – Kendall Jackson was pretty much a flip from Miami, um, but they got uh, Isaiah mm-hmm. Williams, the receiver from us. In right. The crew process. So it's been a few. And then they got Sean Spencer and then um, Jay Bateman as well, coaching uh, defense coordinator and defensive line coach, respectively. So that's where uh, we're at with Transfer Portal Watch. I think we've mentioned everybody else that has already transferred uh, so far. Uh, let's talk uh, visits here. A uh, number of players visited that we are still waiting to see what the results uh, of those are. Let me pull those up real quick. Before we do that, let's give a shout out to our friends over at Home Field Apparel wearing one of their shirts right now. It's a little chilly, but otherwise uh, wearing one of their shirts right now. Go visit homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Stadium and Gale, all one word uh, at checkout. You'll get 15% off of your order. University of Florida, about 100 different colleges and universities uh, out there. They also have an Indianapolis Colts, uh, NFL stuff as well. So go check them out. Soft cotton, great wear, vintage designs, uh, always adding, including a uh, kind of a starter jacket looking uh, Florida Gators jacket that would be perfect this time of year. In uh, some other news, uh, the Gators hosted... Uh, defensive back Yam Banks uh, from South Alabama. Uh, he recorded 45 tackles, three pass deflections, one interception, one sack, and one fumble. Uh, he is um, a hot commodity on the market right now, uh, but I know that he was going to Ole Miss on Friday. Mississippi State was recruiting him as well, looking to make a decision by the 15th. Gentlemen, any thoughts on Yam Banks? He one of them ones, bro. Like, this is where I want to see Will Harris close at. That's a guy that's going to mm-hmm. come in and, and, like, I could pencil him in as a starter. Uh, he's that he's that good. Uh, so, got to close. There's a couple mm-hmm. guys we're going to talk about down here, down the stretch here that could change our fall. And he's one of those guys that could change our entire secondary. You get him, you got um, the other boy we was just talking about. There's physical guys, you know, that could, they're ball hawks, the guys that are, you know, snag, snagging the ball, overthrows, making interceptions. We haven't turned the ball over well uh, in the secondary, and we also haven't tackled from a physical standpoint. These are these are guys that could change that room. So um, they need to ch- they need to close on Yam Banks, whatever that may be. He's a Mississippi kid, so that's going to be mm-hmm. tough. Ole Miss is hot in the portal right now. Just keep it a bean. They, yep. they like Lane is in his bag, but this is a guy that we need to find. You know, the NIL bread. I don't know what they did with uh with Richie Leonard's money. Give give it give some of it to Yam. You know, but we got to close in that room. Yep. Six, pound, uh, defensive back, uh, like Silk said, definitely a guy that would get meaningful playing time. If not start, uh, potentially for the Gators secondary next year. If you look at the, uh, on three, uh, RPM machine right now, Florida and Ole Miss are, are neck and neck. Ole Miss is barely edging them out at 53.3% Gators at 46.7%. So Gators going head to head with, uh, Lane Kiffin, um, the timeline's favorite coach right now. So Yam Banks, a guy that we should hear uh, by about this time uh, next week. Uh, so that's definitely a, a name to uh, to be on the lookout for from an interest level uh, perspective. Uh, Gators also get a transfer quarterback um, 
visit as well. Christian Hunt from Arkansas State, six foot five, two hundred and twenty pounds, a former three-star recruit in high school, did not play uh, as a redshirt freshman uh, at Arkansas State. Uh, so I know the Gators are also going after the Colorado corner, our quarterback uh, as well whose name is escaping me uh, right now. Uh, but uh, thoughts on the Gators getting another uh, transfer uh, at the quarterback position. Oh, and it should be announced that Jack Miller, the third is no longer with the football program. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Jack going, you definitely need three bodies in that room. Um, just at, at the bare minimum, you look at like mm -hmm. Lane Kiffin got about 40 quarterbacks. over there. I don't know what he's doing, um, but we need to get some of that sauce, but you, you need three quarterbacks there. Just, just for a cushion and competition purposes. So um, this kid's going to know too. Like, I know some people going to be like, oh, we're going out to, like, when we go out to higher prospect, like whoever coming here is not going to start over Graham Mertz uh, and definitely won't jump the depth chart. Like, we know the future is is DJ Lagway. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a tough spot. That kid's pretty much coming here for uh, education and some vibes, you know, check out Midtown and, and enjoy mm -hmm enjoy a good life out the football with the Florida degree. So I'm um, not mad at the guys that they got coming on this, man. Yeah, it's a tough sell. Your your right. your sell is, hey, you're, you're QB3. We've got a starter, senior, and we have the future. So it'll probably be a, like, G5-type quarterback. They had the kid from Arkansas State on campus yesterday mm -hmm. just come up, have nice facilities, Midtown, Cantina. Shout out to uh, – uh, Zika. I blanked on his name. Zika. Sorry, Zika. Uh, shout out to him. It's a tough sell, but you you absolutely need another scholarship level quarterback. I know the Gators also looked at Kaysen Weissman. He is transferred from Colorado. I think he was in town yesterday and Saturday uh, as well. And I believe that there was a quarterback from Yale, if I remember correctly, that was going to potentially visit. Does that ring a bell? Classic Aiden Warner. <laughs> Curriculum got too tough. Sorry, Aiden Warner, uh, preferred walk-on potential. Great for the GPA. Great for the yeah. GPA. Great for the GPA. So Aiden Warner as well. So Gator's still looking for uh, that next uh, quarterback that will sit uh, and get those valuable practice reps um, and – you know, potentially raise the team GPA. Who knows? Uh, so that's where we're at uh, there. Uh, let's see. The Gators also hosted a number of other uh, players as well. CJ Daniels from Liberty and Him. Malik Benson from Alabama. So let's talk about the two uh, of those. CJ Daniels, 6'2", 200 pounds, two years of eligibility left. 55 catches, 1,067 yards, 10 touchdowns this past season. Silk, that's him, huh? I, I love CJ Daniels a, a ton um, out of Liberty. See, if you watch his film, man, he just jump ball, 50-50 balls, route running. Like, he brings a lot to the table. And this is a, a guy that you probably need to close on. I know Liberty is still a factor in his recruitment. Um, and from a production level, you see it. It's there. I want production uh, in the transfer portal. I don't want a lot of dreams and hopes and wishes uh, being sold to me. And he has the production. He has the film. Um, and just a guy you, you're in the battle where you need to get. 
I like where we at with it, but they need to close, man. TJ yeah. Daniels is gonna make me lie. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna lie regardless, but this is gonna take my lies to like I'm gonna go platinum off these lies and not gold this year. Things I uh, love to hear. Did he also go to uh Tallahassee, or was that just uh, well, that was Benson, Benson that went there? And we'll talk about him in a second. He went to Texas. Uh, I know he's visited Auburn, Florida, and Texas. Uh, Texas, obviously, um, one game away from uh, playing for the national championship. Uh, had a great recruiting class. Things look good with Qu Quinn Ewers uh, coming back for uh, for Texas as well. But uh, you know, again, those are the programs that you want to fight against. Uh, but now you have to win those battles uh, as well. It looks like CJ Daniels might also go visit Oregon as well. Don't like that. Don't don't, don't like it. it. Don't don't do not love that. Do not love that. Um, and then Malik Benson uh, was the transfer from Alabama. Uh, has two years of eligibility left. Six foot one, one hundred and ninety five pounds. Uh, one of the top JUCO players uh, in the country. Uh, recruited heavily by uh, Florida at the time. Um, just 13 catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown for Alabama uh, this year. I know Florida State uh, is also heavily after uh, Malik Benson, and I saw a crystal ball pick for Florida State yesterday evening uh, for Malik Benson. So uh, Gators need some help in the wide receiver room. Uh, obviously, you're replacing Ricky Pearsall. You're replacing some other production. Uh, you have some some talent there, uh, but you need some, some proven experience, and uh, certainly the Gators are uh, in desperate need of a wide receiver. And if you miss out on both of these, they just don't know what Florida might be able to do at, uh, at the position. Um, higher on CJ Daniels than I am Malik. Malik sure. uh, didn't didn't produce much at all at, out at Bama. Uh, so you know there's a lot of potential there. Size, speed, JUCO All American was one of those top JUCO guys coming out. But if, if I'm going either or, shit, I'll take both right now because I I've been right. saying on this show how much we need an outside receiver to pair with Eugene Wilson and everything else we got. Um, that came in the transfer portal. My man Shamir was it Dyke. DK. 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 DK, DK, you know, I had a pronunciation uh, uh, issue on the timeline oh. um, oh, that I was trying you. to get Nick in on, but he just ignored my tweet, bro. Uh, yeah, that, that's a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even oh. think of a good joke. <laughs> yeah, no, that one was nuts. So you can mention it if you want, but that's something that uh, Nick and I will probably stay away from. It's a name, man. I feel you, bro, because Harrison or somebody may chop that up and do weird things with it on the timeline. I just but, don't uh, need that energy. Wild name to grow up with. He's got to be first, a tough guy. First day to of school, name. roll yeah. call. Yeah. Stand up and say your name. He probably gets like threatened a lot, right? In he a football locker room. He's got he to. got to have hands, bro. But anywho, yeah, we need an outside receiver bad to pair with what we got. So um, I would take both of them. But if I had to go either or, I prefer CJ Eels. Nick, same. Uh, Evan Stewart, why, why aren't we swinging for the fences here? I'm with it, man. I don't care what type of issues he got. Bring him in. He's worth the, uh, the, let's the, not, the pack. Let's not run with that now. No, uh, whatever bag he makes in Oregon. I want I want Evan Stewart. Don't, don't kid yourself. Would love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at some of these other programs that are recruiting. 
you know, folks like Evan Stewart. And I know a lot of people talk about locker room drama, but Texas, Alabama, Tennessee, Ole Miss, USC, uh, Florida State, Oregon. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe Florida's just not swinging for the fences. Maybe they don't think that uh, the the weight of what the burden could be to getting that one piece to maybe make a championship run is. But um, I think if you're getting recruited by all of those schools, uh, I think you I think you swing for that that fence. And I don't think Florida had at all. I think I it's no, I don't think he's, so. he's asking for a healthy bag as well. This is like a lot of his shenanigans. It's not just like recruiting. It's also a little of that NIL package. He's going to be asking for like those Keon Coleman size bags from last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Quinchon Judkins uh, from Ole Miss. I know uh, the Gators were, interest were interested in him. Uh, would immediately be an upgrade uh, to the running back room. Uh, visited Ohio State uh, the other day, uh, looking at Auburn, I know, and Michigan is potentially uh, a spot for him as well. Um, so that's certainly something uh, that I know the Gator fans are, are the Gator coaching staff is interested in, uh, but uh, does not look like it might happen. Uh, for the Gators. Uh, A.J. Harris is a guy I know Gator fans uh, have talked about, asked about. The Gators um, were very heavily involved in his recruitment. Uh, and six foot, 180 pounds, looks to be maybe headed to Penn State. Uh, and then Zalance Hurd uh, is an offensive tackle, former five-star. Uh, Gators desperately need an offensive tackle desperately need help at the offensive line position. Um, but does not look like that will be at the university of Florida. Uh, he's being recruited by Tennessee, Colorado, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, a number of others. Uh, but, uh, don't expect to see any of those names that we mentioned. And those are also coincidentally the top five transfer portal targets in the country right now. Yeah, Zalance Hurd is a guy that I know they're interested in and would be a home run. But like you said, Oklahoma visit, Tennessee visit, and I think uh, an Ole Miss visit is coming up. Um, there's a, a question here. Um, Slick uh, Sophistication said uh, Hurd is from Louisiana. If I if I didn't say that, apologize. It's from Louisiana. Maybe I said Tennessee. But um, he said, why can't we get the big names? Why isn't Florida in the mix? Why can't Florida do kind of what Florida State did a couple years ago and try to go after all the big names, former four stars, you know, the number two guy in this position group, number three guy uh, in this position group? What is it? Is it what Florida's selling? Is it the culture they're trying to create? What do you think the reason is, is you don't hear the Evan Stewart's of the world uh, being looked at by Florida, the Quishon Junkins? I think it's a common denominator with the, the program. Nick, you're muted. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead, go ahead. I think that's the common denominator in the, the programs that are getting these. The bags are big. You know, Florida State spent a lot of money in NIL last year. It's mm -hmm. not a secret. Ole Miss mm -hmm. spent a lot of money in NIL right now. It's not a secret. So I think you see a common theme with the programs that are dropping duffel bags. And the winning, winning helps as well, even with the bags. Like, I don't want to be naive to that. But – NIL is a big thing nowadays, bro. These guys are veteran guys that are going to get drafted regardless. Like the names mm -hmm. we're naming, the top 
top half of that portal, they're going to get drafted and probably at a high spot. So, you know, the deciding factor isn't going to be, you know, I like your favorite colors and your degree. Um, nine times out of ten, I'm not even going to get that degree and I'm about to go pro. So uh, bags is is a, a big thing right now when it, when it pertains mm. to NIL. And there's a lot of, you know, variables that, that come with paying money, you know, believing in the coaching staff that you have, the team that you have. Florida State went all in last year. Uh, with Jordan Travis and a lot of those guys, and they got robbed, thank God, at the end. Not even robbed. Like, they just, you know, wasted a lot of money <laughs> in my mind. But that's what, what happens, bro. Like, in, in this NIL world, you got to have checks. They're not just going to come here and visit. And they're going to find it out. They're going to gauge that before they even get on a plane to come visit you. Like, mm -hmm. what potentially, what are you paying, you know, before mm -hmm. I can waste my time? Florida might not have gotten, like, the big – flashy names but they've gotten a ton of production out of the portal Pearsall, right, right. the the kids from ul if you if you count them uh graham mertz like no one was excited about graham mertz and then had the season he had so maybe it's not all rankings uh you have to find a fit you have to find mm -hmm. uh, uh someone that will come in and fit in the locker room as well um so we'll see i think slackman's a great player um and yeah, I'm, I'm really one. high on on DJ too. I know I love like we we some guys. I like I like Dixon, the linebacker. I'm sorry, lineman out of San Diego State. I love Puck. Mm -hmm. I love Slackman. Um, those three right there. I think you you got three solid guys that are going to come in and produce. Slackman, like those one of the few guys you get coming from Ivy League that value education. You mm -hmm. know, like that ain't we're not going to get those all the time, but. If you have a Florida State degree and you're Slackman, that's like slapping his face. He's not going to want to go there because he's an Ivy League kid. He's going to view things a little differently. And I think that's a Fisk size get. Like, I wanted Fisk bad last year. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't get him. Uh, he go to Florida State. And as the season went on, like, I know you had the verses and everybody else. But to me, Fisk made that defense go um, from him pushing the pocket. And his get off was just, he's a different type of guy. I think he's going to do well in the league as well. But we're 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 doing good with what we're we're allowed it right like they they're finding some good guys some good gets um but towards the top half of that portal you're getting for sure guys man that are gonna come in here and play and it's not like just trying to find production like if you go get evan stewart you know what what's about to happen next fall right like there's no ifs ands and buts about it he finna get buckets so that's the difference like trying to find and i think cj daniels is definitely on that level so we are in the market for a top end guy, I don't want to make it look like we're not going out there or we're not in, in the business or trying to close on them, but we're in it with CJ Daniels. And I think he, he's receiver wise, top three, four guy in the mm -hmm. portal that, that's going to come in and get buckets. And you got a veteran quarterback that's going to get him the ball. He should see Ricky Prisall's production and know what time it is. So we'll see how it all plays out. But that is a big dog that we out there right now. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I think that's it. Am I missing anybody else? I think the John Humphrey kid in, is oh, going to end up yeah. in at USC. Yeah. The UCLA transfer, John Humphrey, visited uh, and then yesterday uh, tweeted out a picture of him in a USC uniform saying go time. I wouldn't mind getting one of those running backs, though. And I know mm. – um, What's the boy from Bama that just entered the portal as well? We're, we're fine at running back, but I wouldn't mind going to get either you know, Roydell or the guy, uh, Ole Miss running back, either or. I know we already mentioned him, but I wouldn't Jack, mind going Jack to get Hins either. Correct. You know, it's just difference makers at the running back position that I wouldn't mind 
uh, closing on, but we are finding the position. Just want to throw those names out there. <clears throat> I'm trying to look for the, the player that you mentioned, uh, Silk from. I think Judkins is going to Ohio State this weekend. Correct. Y yeah. Um, I think I thought he already went. I thought he went this weekend, but I, I could be I could be wrong. Um, so that's where the Gators are at right now with transfer portal. Obviously, a lot to uh, to potentially look and watch out for. Um, Michigan players uh, and Washington players can also enter the transfer portal uh, a little bit delayed as well. Uh, you saw that a little bit with Texas and Alabama. Alabama had a fury of a flurry of um of transfer portal players enter right after their game uh so you might see some additional names uh and again all you had to do is have your paperwork filed by the third right nick or the fifth second second so by the second just paperwork filed uh with the university and then there is another transfer portal window after the spring uh, let's see, Nick, want to talk about this, get your thoughts on it. Let's do one final ad read for alumni hall. Go visit alumnihall.com or go visit them on Archer road, right off of I 75, uh, just like a half a mile down the road on your left hand side of the road there. Anything that you'd want Florida Gators apparel, accessories, tailgating supplies for all sports, football, basketball, baseball season's almost here. Gymnastics starts on Friday. Any sport, anything that you could ever want for the Florida Gator fan in your life. So again, go visit alumnihall.com. Uh, the Gators added Mark Robinson uh, to the staff or to the athletic department staff uh, at the University of Florida. Uh, Nick, can you give us a little bit of headwind into uh, what Mark Robinson's doing coming over to Florida uh, as a former Texas A&M associate AD uh, and looks like he's going to oversee the Gators football and operations department? But tell us a little bit more. Yeah, it's uh, expanding the off-field staff. Um, I think it's Billy Napier trying to have like an NFL type of front office and, and i guess you would call him like the general manager um but i mean we're creating positions i think he'll help with personnel roster management um and like portal recruiting it's interesting though uh i think that it's a new position i don't know much about him he's kind of bounced around a little bit was at missouri i think for for a hiccup Don't know much yep. about uh, don't know much about the role. Uh, kind of a general manager type of role. Is that what we're yeah. going for? There's a couple schools that do it this way, right? I know you mentioned Texas A&M. Oregon, I believe, has mm -hmm. kind of a similar role as well. Yeah, you need somebody to be able to manage the rosters, bro. This is like like we're calling it college football, but this is pro football. Um, you, they got to not just be able to look at your roster, but you know, survey the land on what's out there, possibilities. Uh, tamper a little bit you know anything that you may need to be able to keep the talent on the right level but these coaches and the the, the staff that we have on point like i don't like before they made this hire that's something that we've all been talking about like who, who's regularly doing this throughout the season you got to be watching and knowing uh, knowing depth charts on who's riding the bench who may be on the practice squad somewhere else or or or, or second or third on depth chart somewhere else that's very good maybe entering the portal you just gotta have a plan leading up to the portal and not just jumping into the portal role, you know, trying to figure things out on the fly. So giving somebody with that designated role just to be able to manage the, the depth chart. And also, I don't know if they can dabble into, you know, like pay structure and 
and what salary caps or what you're working with because all that matters when managing that roster but it's, it's a a big role in college football now like that that is recruiting yeah yeah, now I'm curious to see how it, it shapes out. Obviously, you're going to have some additional um, staff members associated to that role, I would presume. Uh, the Gators have an army of people, right? They they have a mat. We went through every single one when they got hired. You haven't seen a ton of changes. They have people that are focused on recruiting and the transfer portal and a bunch of analysts and, and quality coaches and um, obviously your GA staff and everything else, it's in the hundreds, right? Not hundreds, but over a hundred in terms of staff. So I'm curious to see how this addition and what that might mean to that department moving forward. Uh, those are all things that I'm kind of keen about, right? Because we keep talking about what does our staff look like compared to uh, the NFL or the number of people that are associated with it. At some point, you can't just have people. You just have to have a direction and you have to have a, a vision for what that looks like. And I know that, you know, Gator fans, and we've talked about it on the show, that we've wondered about recruiting at times. We've wondered about the transfer portal at times. We've wondered if this is too much um, to bear on Billy Napier's shoulders and all of the things that he's responsible for. So there's just – there's a ton of people right now, and I just don't know if the people are equating to results just yet. So hopefully there'll be a different look uh, to what that looks like because you can't just hire willy-nilly. You have to fire with – or you have to hire with a purpose uh, and bring these people around around a central goal. But if you just kind of send them out, then it's just hurting cats and you're just not going to accomplish anything. And I think, if anything, we've seen over the last two years that just throwing bodies doesn't solve the problem. You have to really have that direction and leadership uh, from the top down. So hopefully this brings that to uh, the Gators football department. You said hire Willie Nitt. I thought she was going to say Willie Nelson. I was like, ah, that might no, be a good no, hire. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not Willie Taggart. No, um, Get that boy on staff. Somebody asked about the UTSA defensive back, Cam Alexander. He didn't make it in for a visit, I don't believe. I think he visited Oregon. I don't know if we're still in the market for him. Um, definitely was one of those physical defensive backs that fit the mold of what Will Harris is trying to bring in. But I don't think he made it in, and I don't know where we at is if we're still recruiting him. Yeah, um, and then let's see. I think that that kind of brings us to the end. I'm looking to see if there's anything else that we missed. I do want to give a shout-out to DJ Lagway, Gatorade Player of the Year, uh, was awarded the trophy on campus by none other than former Gatorade All-American Emmett Smith. Already. OC move before we get out of here. Do, do mm. like The season's over, NFL season fires and hires i don't think we're gonna be hiring oc off of the playoff teams <laughs> if we are making one so what do, you, what do you think happened dan do we do we make um, an oc hire do we fire our o-line coach one of them two of them so nick nick had to step away for a second so using his line florida does not have an open position uh to hire an offensive coordinator right now they're still without a linebacker coach and still um or, or safeties if if armstrong were to coach uh, the linebackers instead of safety. So uh, the Gators right now don't have an open position. I think that there's still going to be maybe an additional coaching move made before the start of spring if I am um, hearing things right. So we'll see. But 
Um, Florida right now does not have an offense coordinator position. Florida has not let go anybody. I think their contracts run through Jan 31. So maybe you see some, some people uh, leave after that date as well. You don't have to pay a buyout. Maybe they go and find uh, another role in that time. But uh, I would like to see the Gators have an offensive coordinator uh, just simply to take another thing off of your head coach's shoulders. Hmm. It's going to be an entertaining yeah. offseason if the people ask for the go-go offense and get the no-go offense. You've been waiting. You've been waiting to pull that one out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wrote that yeah. down in the mirror. <laughs> so there's I, a I, lot of people I, that are setting themselves up, right? So like, don't. There's a lot. Sorry, Nick. I, I know there's a lot of people that get excited about a name and then they get latched onto it and then they get disappointed when it doesn't happen. Like, just know that throwing around names and a bunch of people retweeting it doesn't mean like that it. there's any interest or that it's going to happen, right? Sorry, Nick. Go ahead. Name it. No, I think I actually said it on our last show. Like, if Billy doesn't think his job is on the line next year, then why change? He can look at last season and say the offense wasn't the issue. And if he does think his job is on the line, is he going to give away power and put his job in somebody else's hands? So I don't know. If Company he don't line. think his job is on the line, that's a lack of awareness. And, you know, get them hot boys ready, brother, because awareness, he should know that his job is in any SEC school. If you're there and you get back to back to back losing seasons, like, you're not going to keep your job at Vanderbilt, like, let alone the University of Florida. So that's a lack well, of awareness if he thinks, his job is safe, Paul. Probably keep your job at Vandy. I don't know, man. Not these days. Probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, company line, like Dan said, there's currently not an open position on the offense. Somebody was like, just hire another one. And I'm like, so the defense you watched last year, you want seven offensive coaches, including the head coach, and four defensive? No, no, no. I can't do that. No. Mm -mm. We're gonna start putting out nine players on defense again, shit like that. Yeah, we still haven't even talked about special teams, right? Huh? Things to ponder and things to think about. A no go um, there too. A no go, no go for the offensive coordinator, and no go for the running with the no go offense and the no go special teams. No go, go, go. Lots of people. I just don't set yourself up by disappointment, right? A lot of people follow. A lot of coaches follow other coaches on social media. A lot of people have aspirations for jobs, so they'll follow them. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that there's a requited interest on the other side, right? So, not saying something will or won't happen, but just know where the enthusiasm <laughs> and the excitement is coming from. Uh, when are they going to announce Edo? Ah, uh, Hoopshiz put out his comment yeah. and then he's retired, bro. He retired, yeah. you know. He got yeah, the Will Harris thing. He uh, you gotta go out on top. You gotta go yeah. out on top. If you're gonna go out, you gotta go out on top, man. Smart. Yep. And then do, you don't he have to answer. Some, he still got some uh some old work that's out there. He told us it was gonna be Willie Corn. Uh, I heard some of that smoke as well, but I don't, I don't know, like. We may not get an offensive coordinator. And we this grass not. is not going to touch itself, family. That's right. There's a whole bunch of new blades of grass ready to be touched this time next year, right? <laughs> Augustine grows fast, Dan. 
<laughs> Bermuda grows even faster. So, all right. Uh, let's see here. I think that brings us to the end of the show. I don't remember who it's song of the week. Nick, I think it's you. All right. I think we did Currency last week with Silk. Shout out to Currency, man. Beautiful Shout project out there, man. Go to, he's adding to that album. Uh, he's adding six more tracks to that this Friday for a deluxe. So if you're in, if you're a Spitter fan, tune in Friday, man. Deluxe pack coming. Nick, what sea shanty do you have? While you're doing that, uh, make sure you like uh, and share with uh, your your friends and, and fellow Gator fans. Um, share it with your Miami and FSU fans. There's a couple FSU people in the chat today, so thanks for uh, for watching. Make sure you hit the like button; helps the algorithm. Um, what is Arthur guy we'll talking be- about you? humility what? silk is never humble bro like <laughs> i don't know who you're talking about in the comments bro but i am never humble in florida state is trash but humility is not not my bag brother always confident and worse than nipsey hustle hard times never humbled us Nick, no you got? no sea no sea shanty let it burn by shabuzi shabuzi let it burn is it like usher's indian cousin or something it's a country song I've not heard this song. That's a first. Shabuzi is an interesting Shabuzi. name. Did he do a country version of Usher's Let It Burn? No. Oh, Original okay. song. I went and looked at his other songs, rapper, and then He's a, rapper. a country song. Wow. Okay. Boozy go hard is what he, somebody said in the comments. Okay. Put me on there, Nick. Shabuzi. Put you on. Do you mean? I think the game maybe my boost. Said boost go hard. Said boozy go hard. Well, Dan, you got to end the show. I don't know why Dan left. But we can't end the show, bro. Dan's out. There you go. He's back. Sorry, there he is. I'm back. Um, boozy go hard. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's a black country artist. I gotta tune in to Boozy. This isn't. No this isn't gonna be like a a one horse one horse road, right? No. One horse road. Uh, what, 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 Old Town Road. That's what I was thinking Old of. Old Town Road. Yeah. No. <laughs> one horse road. <laughs> one horse road. Old Town Road. Maybe the old town only had one horse on it, right? I mean, it was old. The, you know? I'm, I'm with all the black country artists, man. Put me on. I'm about to check that boy out, man. Boozy go hard. I'm about to find out. He looks all. like he could be from South Florida. He does. He's from Fairfax, Virginia, it looks like. His albums are Cowboys Live for Out or Live Forever and Outlaws Never Die. And Lady Wrangler. Big country music vibes here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, we will see you at the same corner, same time next week. Back to regular regularly scheduled programming here on Stadium and Gale. So again, make sure you hit the like button before you leave, and we will see you guys next week. Here. I know he hurt you, babe, but you won't come clean They say time heals all, but the pain runs way too deep Lied to yourself so much that you started to believe That love doesn't last cause it's all you've ever seen Grab the matches, 
start a fire All the memories in the flames, it's behind us See the gold and the red, new horizons Let it burn, let it burn So run for the hills, baby, don't look